Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is your host, Lady Adenum. Today, I have something to satisfy you bloodthirsty, insatiable ghouls and goblins out there. No, not human corpses, but I do have chilling tales to share. Now, come hither, darlings. The shadows of darkness await. Branchbrook Park in Newark, New Jersey is 360 acres of beautifully designed gardens and more than 2,000 cherry blossom trees. A sight to see and enjoy during spring. While Branchbrook Park is grand and pulchritudinous in its own unique way, it harbors a sinister secret. There is a tree that has the mark of death, as it is said that the lady in white haunts it. Her tale is a tragic one. In 1976, a bride and her husband were on their way home from their wedding reception and decided to go through Branchbrook Park. The husband, nearing a sharp turn, lost control of the car and slammed into the tree, forever marking it white from the impact. The bride was killed instantly, but the groom survived. It was said that two weeks after the crash, two other crashes took place at the same location. But that was not all. Others have claimed to see the Lady White's apparition circling the tree she has left her mark on. Some feel that she is warning drivers of the dangerous curve in the road. Others think she is purposely causing accidents out of anger. Whatever one may believe, the tree no longer is on the main road, as the county rerouted the road due to a dangerous curve near the tree. Hmm, perhaps the lady in white also had a role in this decision? <laughs> we may never know. Have you ever felt that eldritch feeling? Like someone has been watching you? Don't fret, it's probably the shadow people that stand idly by your bed as you lay sleeping. <laughs> or maybe it's your eerie neighbor. One night in June 2014, Derek Broaddus went to fetch his mail at his new home at 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey. There wasn't much except bills and a white card-shaped envelope addressed to the new owner. Inside, it read, Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. Derek thought nothing of it until he kept reading. It went on, How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 
657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father in the 1960s. It is now my time. Do you know the history of the house? Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Derek did not know what to think as he and his family took up residence in this home. But the author's reconnaissance had already begun. The letter identified the Broadus's minivan as well as the workers renovating the home. The letter writer noticed their three darling children too, and asked, Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family, or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. The envelope had no return address. Who am I? The mysterious person wrote. The letter went on about the different faces that walked or drived by the house, concluding that this message would not be the last, followed by a signature typed in the cursive font, the Watcher. The Broadhuses spent the coming weeks on high alert. Two weeks after the first letter arrived, another came in, this time addressing the Broadhuses by their names, including the names, nicknames, and birthright order of their children. The letter asked about one child in particular whom the writer had seen using an easel inside an enclosed porch. Is she the artist in the family? The letter went on and on about the young bloods and how the writer expressed all the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard would allow them to watch and track the Broadduses every move. And once they figured out where each would be staying within the home, the writer mused how they can plan better. For what exactly? No one knows to this day. The sedulous watcher continued harassing the family for six months and the Broadduses never moved in. The 1.3 million home was on the market again and the ominous phantom watcher was never That last story was more eerie than chilling, but maybe a trip to the Trenton Psychiatric Hospital would fix that all up. <laughs> Discharge. Alive without my permission. The Trenton Psychiatric Hospital, originally the New Jersey State Lunatic Asylum, was founded in 1848. In 1907, Dr. Henry Carton became the hospital's medical director. He seemed to be a fine fit for the forward-thinking facility, though Carton's barbaric approach to mental health would leave a tainted mark in history. The deranged doctor believed infections were the root cause of all mental disorders. As a result, he used surgery as treatment, 
the demented doctor and his staff would maim their patients, brutally cutting out teeth, gallbladders, stomachs, colons, testicles, and ovaries. Cotton paid special attention to the right side of the hindgut, believing it was the source of depraved impulses. He claimed to have achieved cure rates near 90% during his heinous tenure. Yet his death numbers were disturbingly high. What's worse is the blood-curdling screams of patients being dragged off against their will. To be operated on knowing in the pit of their stomachs they may not come out alive. While he died in 1933, Remnants of Dr. Cotton's practices continued well into the second half of the 20th century. Eventually, the Trenton Psychiatric Hospital ceased his brutal methods, and certain wings of the campus fell into abandonment. Hmm, but don't go alone at night. It's said the lost, tormented souls walk down the corridors and relive their torturous deaths over and over. Disembodied voices may send chills down your spine, and unfamiliar scratches and minor cuts on your skin may appear. Do be careful. You don't want to bring an uninvited guest in your residence. Well, I hope you ghouls and goblins are satisfied. Weren't they quite the tale? <laughs> if you like what you hear, follow me on Twitter and Insta at Denim Arm. Like and follow my Facebook page, The Lady of Denim Podcast. And don't forget to share my content, or I'll haunt your dreams tonight. <laughs> oh, and ladies and gentlemen, sleep tight. Don't let the undead and vampires by.